Join ResU in thoughtful conversations that will pique your curiosity and expand your mind. ResU's thought leadership and partners will introduce unique ideas and ways that help listeners make choices that are influential, mindful, and impactful. needs meant because like like all fields i think diversity is is a good thing and i think that's across the board in any field any position whenever you have different vantage points and different minds that are putting out different thoughts to try and find ways to solve problems welcome to our podcast as always we strive to bring you content that is interesting this case is no exception because we have someone whose career has been nothing but unique Our guest, Chauncey Incarnado, is an alumnus of Resurrection University, a nurse in the Neurological Trauma Intensive Care Unit at a hospital in Chicago. Many Resurrection University students are career changers, actually about half of them, who come from all walks of life. The average age of our student is about 31, so they come to us with multiple jobs and experiences prior to deciding to get into healthcare. Chauncey here is not typical in any way. He stood out on campus because his mere height of six foot seven inches and a formal football player, he stood out in the crowd. Chauncey went to Notre Dame years ago on a football scholarship and also played at UMass. He had many other positions before he came to ResU for nursing school. After all of that and moving to Chicago, he eventually found his way to ResU and became a nurse. Chauncey, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. Chauncey, how did all of this happen? Take us through your journey, starting in college when you were playing football. And what were your aspirations at that time? Uh, you know, when I was in college playing football, I was uh, studying for a degree in sociology. Um, my initial goals was to become a caseworker. That's what I was trying to study and uh, focus on. I got done playing my five years of ball when I got out of college. After I moved back to Northeast Ohio initially, that's where I'm from, where all my family's at. Um, I was there for about a year or two, um, working construction in Northeast Ohio. It was tough to find work. The economy had kind of just taken a dive at the time, right around when I got out of college. Jobs were tough to come across for anybody. And then particularly when you are looking to do casework, social work, a lot of organizations, companies really prefer you to have a masters in it for they're looking to hire you so since i only had a bachelor's in it that further added to the difficulty in finding work so that's how i initially ended up working in construction in northeast ohio for a year or so Uh, around 2010 i decided to move out to chicago more opportunity also my wife at the time was my girlfriend but now my wife she was out here she'd taken a job with a company out of college out of here She's originally from Chicago, so I felt that, you know, maybe it'd be a better opportunity for me to move out here and see what I could get out here in a bigger city, bigger metropolitan area. 2010, um, can't believe it's been almost 10 years I've been out here now, and uh, when I moved out here, uh, it was still very difficult to find a job, so I ended up working a lot of different jobs over a few (laughs) years, working as a personal trainer for Pally Total Fitness, then I worked for LA Fitness, I ended up leaving there and then I became a bellman at a hotel from there actually started working I guess you'd call it the bar scene working security for different bars in the area working as a bar back that sort of thing 
And then I eventually found my way into nursing via being a nursing assistant. My mother was a nurse for 36 years. She was a cardiac ICU nurse for 17 years. Then she managed the same ICU, eventually becoming a director towards the end of her career. Um, so she had suggested nursing as a possible route. I had no previous experience with you know anything medical whatsoever. So it was all kind of a big question mark to me. But she suggested that I get certified as a nursing assistant because it was something I could do in a relatively short period of time. And there was a lot of opportunity for work in in that sector of the field. And it was something where she kind of felt that if I went into that and liked it, then that would give me a new career path opportunity. And if I didn't like it, my investment in that pathway wouldn't be so high that, you know, it would further set me back financially or time-wise because, you know, there's a lot of programs that you can get certified to be a nursing assistant, you know, in you know, several months, and then you take a state certification, and it was, a, it was only, you know, it was only a couple thousand dollars for the program or whatever, so I ended up doing that, getting my certification, and then I got hired into a nursing home in Lincoln Park, known as Alden Lincoln Park, and that was kind of my first step into nursing. And then I worked there for a year. And then after that, at the end of my first year there is when I decided I wanted you know, that I really loved the field. I loved everything about, you know, nursing and medicine. And I, and I wanted to get my bachelor's in it. So okay. I started looking around at programs, eventually came across Resurrection. And it really was a great fit for me being older in my career and age at that point, having a previous uh, college degree. They were one of the few programs that offered a pathway to get your bachelor's without having to do like a traditional four-year program. It was accelerated. So it was something that in a little over a year, it was a 16-month program. So a little over a year, I had the opportunity to, you know, get a bachelor's of science in nursing. So I jumped at that. And then after that, that's how I ended up where I'm at now in the uh, neurotrauma ICU at uh, Northwestern Memorial downtown. Great. So Chauncey, having gone back to school after being out for a while, what were the challenges that you faced as an adult that had to, to work to take care of yourself? And, and how was it to be studying again? Well, it's definitely a challenge. It's, it's, it's different, I think, as an adult, because as you get older, you have more responsibilities in life in general. There's more things tugging at you from different directions. You're working a job, you know, and a lot of people in undergraduate aren't necessarily working when they go to college. Some are, a lot do, but there's also a lot that don't. So you're working, you know, you're working a job that's taking away your time and, and energy that you need to focus on school you know you know a lot of people have families when they're older i don't have any kids and didn't have any kids at the time but a lot of people in the program that i was with also had kids because they were further along in life so then they had the challenges of taking care of their you know their family and and all that that goes with it along with trying you know manage the program i think in general as you get older your your the resource base you have becomes more strained because there's more things that require your attention. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest challenge for me was just balancing working on top of managing, you know, a house and cars and family, family events or taking care of this, taking care of that on top of the schooling. And then obviously when you haven't been in a program for a while, uh, you do need to kind of recalibrate yourself to student life. Last time I had been at school, I was 29 when I, well, I guess I was 28 when I started the program and the last time I had studied was, you know, six years prior. So I hadn't really opened a book 
other than my, my nursing assistant certification. I hadn't really cracked a book or studied for a test in six, almost seven years. So there definitely was a little bit of a curve in, in getting back into the swing of it. But fortunately, you know, it, it was a fairly quick curve in getting back into learning how you as an individual like to study, prepare, what, you know, what learning style works best for you. That all came back relatively quick and uh, was up and running in, a, in, in no time. So Okay, great. So your path to where you are today is definitely non-traditional. Any mm-hmm. advice that you would have for any other adult learners thinking about making a change like you did? What, what are the pros and cons of, of what happened with your studies? I mean, I think it's mostly pros. I mean, I, I think the cons that you encounter are going to be the same across the board for, for most folks. Obviously, the time commitment, the financial commitment, too. I, I had to take out loans again. I was fortunate that my undergraduate was paid for on athletic scholarship. So this time around, taking out loans to pay for it was, was definitely uh, different for me in terms of being you know more of a financial burden than, than I had previously ever had to deal with. A lot of people will have to take out loans. So I think financially, that's obviously something you have to consider in terms of where it's going to put you with being able to support your family, your life, and the rest of, of your endeavors. So definitely finances, time is something else. Obviously, you have to consider. You got family, but for the most part, it's it's definitely worth it. I guess my advice would be is to look at the bigger picture, look at the more long term outcome. You're sacrificing, in my opinion, a smaller amount of things now for uh, for greater opportunities and greater gains later. You got to kind of have to look at the the end of the road of this versus the the short term complications. Whenever you get out, you know you're going to have a four-year degree, you're going to have a bachelor's, which is the highest you can get for bedside nursing. It's going to give you an opportunity to move into a field where you have better opportunities to, you know, for making money, better opportunities for job security. And it's such a wide field, too, that the plethora of different things you can get involved with within the specific field itself are so great that I think it also gives you so many more opportunities to use the degree different ways that maybe a lot of people in their current job or current economic situation may struggle to find. Mm -hmm. So I think that my advice would just be to keep your eye on the prize, so to speak, keep your eye on the bigger picture. It's going to be difficult, especially if you're an older adult with other responsibilities or family, it's going to be challenging, but don't ever lose sight of the bigger goal, the bigger picture, which is going to be, I think, much better position and opportunities for you once you get to the other side of the degree program. So, and I think just hard work, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I think if you're going to work hard and put in the time, you know, you'll get where you want to go. And it's not about an, an ability issue. I mean, there's, there's no one I've come across yet in life that I don't think has the ability to be a nurse that they want to be. It really just kind of comes down to uh, having the fortitude and drive to want to accomplish it. Yeah, that's great advice. So I would like to talk to you a little bit about what you currently do as a neurological trauma intensive care unit nurse. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what you deal with, what you love about it, what you don't love about it? So I work in the uh, neurotrauma ICU at Northwestern. I'm just coming to, I'm, I'm going to be going into my sixth year here soon. Work in the unit. Um, we're right off Michigan Avenue. We're a, what's known as a level one trauma center. So we will accept injuries and calamities of, of all levels, all sorts. So any injury or sickness that anyone could be affected by, we are prepared to take care of. 
So we have about, I believe, a little over, I think it's either a little under 900 or a little over 900 beds in the downtown campus. So real, real big hospital. Mm-hmm. Our unit specifically is 23 beds. We deal primarily with brain and spinal cord injuries, as well as conditions, diseases, surgeries. But we also can deal with anything else across the system in terms of like the other body systems. We're not just, we don't only deal with brain and spinal cord because also being a trauma unit, we'll get people in that have injuries to other body systems and and other conditions that aren't necessarily focused just on brain and spinal cord. So in terms of what we see and deal with a critical care unit, so we're dealing with the highest level of acuity you can have uh, with a patient, the sickest of the sick, I guess you could say. And what we deal with is it's everything and anything. Okay. Uh, you know, you can come in one day and have someone who just came in for a fairly routine back surgery. Maybe they're, you know, in their 70s or 80s, they got degenerative disc disease, and they have a couple of spinal discs that have just deteriorated to the point that their bones are putting pressure on the nerves. They come in, it's a real routine surgery. They stay for a day, and the next day they leave. So you can deal with a, a pretty low acuity, almost maybe the mundane of, of medicine. Mm-hmm. And then you can come in the next day and have someone who, you know, maybe fell three or four stories from a balcony, you know, a ladder working on a building and, and they fell and they have, you know, multiple broken bones and damaged organs and, you know, they're real bad shape across the board and they're going to be with us for maybe the next three months. Uh, yeah. As they as they as we work to you know recover them, so we see both ends of the spectrum. But being on ICU, we're obviously going to have a little higher acuity, even at our lower end, than you'd find in most places. Sure. Does that drive you to go to work every day, knowing that it's not going to be the same every day? So it's honestly one of the things I love the most about nursing, and I've found that I love that more and more as I've been in the field longer. You know, a lot of friends and family that I that I talk with when they talk about their career, one of the things that I've kind of heard come up time and time again has been they feel that after they've been in their job a certain amount of time or their field a certain amount of time, um, everything kind of becomes repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they kind of master the area, but the things they deal with, the things they encounter kind of become the same on a day in and day out basis. And, and there's some truth in that in nursing, but I think it's on a much lower level. Whatever unit or department or area you're working in, when you do it longer and longer, you are going to see some repetition in the things you're doing and the things you're treating. But I think it's it's a much lower level. And what I love is being able to go in and, and know that my day is not ever guaranteed to be the same. I can go in and have three days in a row in a week where things are all kind of the same. But it's just as easy for me to go in and have three days that are completely different than anything I've ever experienced in the previous five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I like that. It keeps me interested. It keeps me from feeling stale in my, my career and my focus. And uh, I really uh, like that. It's one of my favorite things I think about nursing is, is never knowing what's going to be behind that door. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah, exciting in an interesting way, not, a, not in a good way <laughs> necessarily, right? No, because it, you're no, dealing with sick people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. I always tell people, I always tell the patients I encounter that as much as I enjoy the time I've spent with my patients and the people I've gotten to meet, I always tell them that 
I would much prefer to have met them in a different setting. Sure. You never want anyone to end up there. Anyone, everyone who ends up in our unit, in a sense, is having one of the worst days of their life. Mm-hmm. And you'd never wish that on someone. But being there, you are happy for the opportunity to treat them and the excitement of trying to get them better and get them recovered and try to get them back to the life they were leading before the, you know, the day that brought them into your care. Mm-hmm. So, but it's definitely exciting in an interesting way. And you're always learning, you're always growing. And that's one of the things I love about working at that level of uh, acuity. Awesome. So can we talk a little bit about you being a male in the nursing field, um, which has definitely in history been a predominantly female position um, in hospitals and in healthcare. Can you tell us a little bit about any pros or cons of being a male in the nursing profession? Let's see. Well, I guess I'd start with pros, which I think there's a lot. I mean, uh, you know, so far my experience in nursing as a male has been nothing but positive. All the people I work with, all the doctors, the other departments that we interact with a lot, whether it's, you know, ranging from pharmacy to respiratory to PTOT rehab, all those. I can't honestly say I've ever had any truly negative experiences that were related to me being a male in that sense. So for the most part, overall, just pros. I guess if I had to pick out a couple cons, there's only really two that I think have come to mind for me. I guess the first one would be sometimes, I guess you'd call it mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> patients often think you're the doctor. Oh, okay. You know, a lot of patients I encounter when I walk in the room just kind of automatically assume that I'm the doctor versus the nurse. And there's sometimes whenever... I've told them I'm the nurse. They seem they seem a bit perplexed by me being a nurse and being a guy. <laughs> yeah, it takes them a second to kind of digest that. But even that's you know again uh, not a common thing. It's not, I don't encounter that on a regular basis. And then I guess the other thing I could say that maybe is be more of a con as a guy is, is sometimes you can find yourself getting maybe physically heavier folks to deal with. And on a regular basis, that can take a toll on your body, to be honest. Well, because you're um, a guy, you can handle it, right? <laughs> Versus the, the lady next to you, right? They, they assume well, that. Yeah. And they assume that. And, that's, and most of the time, that's true. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't shy away from it most of the time. But also, you know, the big thing in nursing is, is teamwork is also important as well. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, if you're paired with a couple patients that are both of larger stature, and you're doing that week in and week out, it can be a little more physically tiring on you. And, and as a guy, you kind of automatically, I think, get set with those versus whenever you're not around, then the same problem is going to be handled with a team aspect. Instead of, you know, one smaller nurse, you're going to gather several of your uh, compatriots and still get the job done. So I think sometimes there's a little tendency to maybe lean on the physicality that maybe a guy has more natural physical strength and just assuming like, oh, you know, they got it, they're fine. So you end up being that. And then also I think kind of tied into that is this maybe an older school of thought assumption that whenever you have patients that are more confused or maybe let's say you have patients that are in restraints because they have a head injury and they're not very aware of what's going on, oftentimes they can be frightened because they don't know what's going on from their head injury and we have to put them in some type of soft restraints to help keep them safe from hurting themselves or hurting others. But whenever they're in a confused state, they can, they can be very 
defensive of themselves physically and, and can lash out, you know, be kicking, punching, because they're purposely trying to hurt anybody, but just because they're not aware of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So as a guy, you often will find yourself in those rooms as well, because they feel that you're more capable of perhaps defending yourself against that or, or trying to keep those sorts of patients safe. And again, that is true to an extent, and, and, and I don't often will shy away from that sort of assignment. But I think, again, you know, you can have a tendency for maybe males in a profession to be more leaned on to handle those patients or circumstances and will more often than not get assigned into those roles where maybe, you know, it's not always the best week after week, month after month for them to be the go-to all the time. I think maybe they're overutilized. Yeah. No, I have, so, I have a brother that went through the program also and ended up working on a orthopedic floor and he would always get asked to go oh, help. Yeah. And, and because he That's was, right, like, yeah, he was absolutely. the only guy on the floor, right? <laughs> he's right. So he's, he's on lifting duty because he's the only guy yeah. on the floor, especially in an ortho unit where you deal with all kinds of joint surgeries and, and they want to get them up and moving early, early mobilization and, and get them walking and moving mm-hmm. as soon as possible, then yeah, and that's and one of the most dangerous times a patient encounters is when they're first getting out of bed the first day or so after surgery because they still have a lot of pain, they still can have weakness and instability from the pain. Yeah. And uh, one of the biggest injuries and risks in healthcare is patient falls. Yeah. So yeah, that's a tough situation to always be in and a lot of responsibility and pressure to be in whenever you're always on duty to kind of be the the human crane of the unit, you know, so I'm sure he encounters that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Chauncey, you were featured in a Chicago Tribune article where you talked about your career in nursing as well as in Resurrection University's spring 2015 issue of Reflections Magazine, where you said, nursing needs men. Can you elaborate and tell us why? I think nursing needs men because, it, it, just like, like all fields, I think diversity is, is a good thing. And I think that's across the board in any field, any position. Um, so I think men in nursing brings more diversity to the field. And the more diverse of a group of people you have working together, I think it helps to create more ideas and more growth for everybody and more opportunities to solve problems whenever you have different vantage points and different minds that are putting out different thoughts to to, to try and find ways to solve problems. Mm -hmm. So I think that having more men in the field will increase the diversity of the field and give different vantage points and, and thought processes that will help better solve the problems faced in the field. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's a big driver for having men in nursing. And I think it's also good because I think it's a, it's a field that's often been closed off in a sense to men for a lot of, uh, of the decades that nursing has been in practice in the, in, in, you know, in the United States, it's, it's often been viewed as a, as, as a place not for men. So it's also limited the career opportunities for men whenever it's not been a field that's really been pushed for something that they can be a part of or be involved in. And so I, I think that pushing for men in nursing is going to give a lot of men out there an opportunity for a different career path and different career field that wasn't available to them in the past or, or was but was not viewed as being available to them in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and I think that's especially important as the career field and the, and the, and the job industry in our country has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of jobs that were more common, because I'm from Northeast Ohio originally. I grew up in a small town called Dover, surrounded by a bunch of former industrial manufacturing cities in the Midwest here. 
and uh, a lot of my family and friends and their families have all you know all came up in decades where you know industry jobs you know working in the automotive industry steel industry heavy manufacturing jobs were available that are not nearly as available now and have struggled to be available yeah yeah and and i think that for a lot of men that that this field you know the nursing could provide an opportunity for them to have an income, have a job, have a career, and move into a job that would help them replace those jobs that that may not be available anytime soon in those former industries. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I think you know I think it's also important to push for men in nursing to give men more opportunities for a career than they currently maybe have. Great. So so we're about ready to wrap this up, but is there anything I missed that you would like to share about you, your profession of nursing, or your future, or what we can expect from you next? I think I just would try to encourage anyone out there, you know, male or female, either one, that, that's looking for a career that really has done more for me in the past five years than I think I realized at the time I was going into it that it would. Mm-hmm. And not just the, you know, the economics aside, obviously the job security and, and, and the opportunities for growth and, and advancement and, and, you know, and income, those things are all great and they're important because life takes, you know, you have a home and a family, you know, you want to have a job, you provide for that, whatnot. So, but those things aside, I'm talking about just kind of how it's grown me as a, as a person and as an individual, like emotionally, spiritually, how much it's impacted my life in terms of how rewarded and fulfilled it's made me being in the field and getting to help people and, and, and you know, try to make people feel better and, and, and make them healthier. And uh, the, the feeling of satisfaction I've gotten from that is just off the charts. And I just would really encourage people to go into the field. If you're thinking about it, it's not ever going to be the wrong decision. I really don't think that you'll regret it. And and no matter where you end up in nursing, you don't have to be in an ICU. You don't, you know, any part of the field you go into, we're all doing the same goal. We're all working toward the same goal, which is trying to make people better. And it's really just a unique opportunity. I, I think one of the biggest regrets I have is not going into the field sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish that I, I would have had the the pathway of gone in sooner. It, it worked out fine, but it's really been a um, life-changing career path for me. And I can sincerely say that I'll be doing this the, the rest of my life until I probably until I'm no longer physically able to get up and walk around. I'll probably be doing it till then <laughs> if I know myself, because I just, I love every second of it. And I just want people to know that it's more than just an income. It's more than just a job. It'll really uh, change the way you look at your own life and everything you do. So uh, if you're thinking about it, just do it. Thank you so much, Chauncey, for joining us today on our podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. Stay tuned to the ResU podcast here on WGN Plus for more episodes with ResU thought leaders and partners that will introduce unique ideas and ways to help listeners make choices that are influential, mindful, and impactful. ResU, it's amazing to be needed.